Washburn here. And that moment we've been waiting for has finally fucking arrived. Bossy Power Bottom Wear is now officially live on RonnieWashburn.com. That's R-A-O-N-I Washburn.com for purchase. Bossy Power Bottom Wear. The gay lifestyle and clothing line that unapologetically describes what it means to live your best gay life and show others through your clothing that you bottom like a boss. Want to know more? Go to RonnieWashburn.com now. That's R-A-O-N-I. Washburn.com and find out for yourself what it truly means to bottom like a boss with bossy power bottom wear. The following is brought to you by Bossy Power Bottom Productions. Yeah, her, that girl right there. Yeah, the one, yeah, in the green boots, the one who's actually standing in line to, like, participate in the costume contest. I I don't even know what she's thinking, but truthfully, I don't even know what she is. I mean, look at her. She's got wings. Maybe she's a fairy, Maybe she's like a Disney fairy. No, I don't think she's a fairy. Maybe she's trying to be an angel. It's pretty bad attempt at an angel if that's what it... Oh, you're right. Yeah, maybe she's trying to be Tinkerbell. God, if she's trying to be Tinkerbell, that's like a really fucking bad Tinkerbell dress. I mean, I don't even know. Like, Peter Pan, uh, an elf... I I just, I can't make heads or tails of it. I I have no clue. And look at her wig. It's not even fucking lace front. Chances are that if you listen along to this show, then you know that I'm very well versed in the art of doing that gay walk of shame. I mean, listen, I've talked about that shit so many times on this show. And really, I mean, I think we can all kind of relate to what it means to actually do that gay walk of shame. Where you wake up in the morning, like, shoot up, not remember where you are or even how you got there. What happened the night before? Oh my God, who is this guy snoring next to me? What the fuck did I do last night? What day is it? What year is it? Who's the president of the United States? Am I supposed to be to work right now? Like, what? where am I? Gotta get the fuck out of here before this guy wakes up. And I have to have that really awkward post-sex, went home with you last night, but have no fucking clue who you are conversation that I think really we just none of us want to have. Let's just be honest with ourselves. So you sneak out of bed very quietly, get all of your clothes on, make sure you've gathered your phone, your chapstick, your keys, and your wallet, grab everything and slip out the door, hoping to never see that guy ever, ever again. And as you start that gay walk of shame in the direction of home with a pounding, hungover-induced headache, just feeling all sorts of shame and regret, and you look around and see everybody commuting to their day, to the beginning of their work week, all of it, You just hope and pray that when they see you walking along the street, that they don't know that you just 
walked out of that guy's house that you went home with last night, unbeknownst to you, and you just hope that they don't know that you're doing that very gay walk of shame. And, you know, honestly, I've done that gay walk of shame so many times in my past. I've really just mastered what it means to just blend in to the actual hustle and bustle of the San Francisco City crowd on my way home. But here's the thing, you guys. Once a year, once every year, there's this one gay walk of shame that you actually would do where really you can't hide the fact that you're walking home that next morning from some random dude's house. Well, because you're wearing a fucking costume because the night before just so happened to be that big Halloween party and you blacked out and, you know, well, the rest is a very spooky history. So sit back, relax, put on that condom or pop your prep pill and let's talk about that costume gay walk of shame. You are now listening to My Gay Expose Podcast, a show that unperfectly describes what it's like when life has you fucked in the head while being fucked from behind. I'm Ronnie Washburn, a writer, LGBTQ plus community activist, self-proclaimed, messy, loud-mouthed, and somewhat semi-passable podcast host. Popper sommelier, porn star, fluffer in training, and local San Francisco bossy power bottom that just so happens to be on the left of you on your grinder grid. And this is My Gay Expose Podcast. Ronnie Washburn here. And welcome back to the show that really just is the mere definition of what it means to do that very costume gay walk of shame. My Gay Expose podcast. And on this week's expose, we really just talk about why Halloween is so fucking gay. And honestly, I wouldn't have it any other way. You know, Halloween really is the gayest holiday out of all the holidays in the year. If you think about it, it really just is very that. And we'll go over all the reasons why this week. And, you know, I'll talk about all of my favorite Halloween traditions that I do myself or that I've done in the past. And really all the things that I really just fucking hate or could just do without in regards to Halloween traditions. And I'll tell you about my infamous bean dip story and how that relates to Halloweens from my past. And really just, we'll go over costumes, what I do for costumes, what are the most popular costumes that are predicted for 2022, and what it really is like to do that costume, Gay Walk of Shame, and one of my actual scariest costume, Gay Walk of Shames of all time, will be revealed this week. You know, but first, before we actually take a handful of those candy corns in the little candy dish at the front desk at the office, throw them into the back of your mouth, chew a little bit, and then suddenly say to yourself, Ugh, I don't know why I thought somehow they would be better than they were last year. 
they still taste like shit. First, let's hop into this week's Read Expose. Welcome to this week's Read Expose, the segment in which I take the time to reassess, re-examine, re-explain, restart over or just re-say shit that I said in past episodes that either you didn't fully understand, I didn't fully understand, or once I re-listened through for an edit, I was like, oh, fuck, God, what the fuck? What was I even trying to say there? What a goddamn mess. That definitely merits a re-expose. And this week, uh, all announcements, you guys. Nothing to re-expose on last week's episode. It landed pretty solidly. Has (laughs) continued to grow in numbers as we're starting to see the new trend moving forward. So that's all good, fine, and dandy. And pretty much all the responses that I got last week were really not significant enough to even bring up on the show this week. So therefore, I'm just going to make a full-on fucking announcement. In two weeks, on November 11th, 2022, I'm officially launching my bossy power bottom wear line that I've been talking about here and there throughout the show. So basically, just as a brief overview, what this is, is think festival gay wear, t-shirts, tank tops, sweatshirts, etc., with sayings that really just show what it's like to live your best gay life, bottoming like a boss with phrasing that really just is some of the most inappropriate bullshit that you've really just heard on this show. And I won't really go into any specific extensive detail because in two weeks, I'll be launching an expose that will really just simultaneously partner up with the launch of the brand itself, you'll find any information that you need to know on RonnieWashburn.com. That's R-A-O-N-I Washburn.com slash B-P-B-W, which stands for Bossy Power Bottom Wear. And I'm so fucking excited about this shit, you guys. I accidentally, in preparation for kind of leaving the store or preparing the store, getting the store in order... I sort of left it open on the website before I went to bed the other night and fell asleep. And overnight, somebody from Pennsylvania already purchased a fucking hoodie. So that shit's already leaked. It's, But the fact that I just had it open for a few hours and somebody already bought something without me even announcing that it was open or anything, super fucking exciting. I can't wait to share a little bit more in depth of what this is And all of that fun bullshit. So stay tuned for that. And before we segue into the rest of this week's expose, I just want to remind you, please, please, please donate to my AIDS life cycle journey. Links in all of my show notes, all of my bios, all of my socials, all of my websites. Pretty much if you just Google Ronnie Washburn, you will find a way to donate to my AIDS life cycle journey journey. I'm trying to raise at least $5,000 before June of 2023. And you guys, I need your help. So just send in a donation of any amount. Any amount is acceptable. Even if it's just a dollar, even if it's a hundred dollars, just fucking donate to my AIDS life cycle journey. All the proceeds go to all the necessary resources that allow the Los Angeles LGBT Center, as well as the San Francisco AIDS Foundation to 
throw this annual event each and every year. And it just helps people in need to get the necessary resources that they you know, need in order to take the next steps once diagnosed with HIV and or to get on PrEP pills, prescriptions. And if you have any further questions about that process at all, just go to AIDSLifeCycle.org. But just before you do anything, just fucking donate to my AIDS Life Cycle journey. Please just fucking donate. And that's it. So before we get my gay expose that just so happens to have a, uh, will the gays ever stop talking about Hocus Pocus 2 themed undertone? First, let's get your gay expose. And this week, the question was asked to a few of my friends as well as you, the listeners. What is the one thing that you could totally do without every year on Halloween and why? So let's get some of those responses now. Michael says, candy corns, because they hurt my teeth. (laughs) I will go over in extensive detail my complete disdain for candy corns in the expose this week. So stay tuned for that. Dorinda says, having to work as a parent. (laughs) This is my best friend in the whole world. She has a five-year-old cute little boy, my beautiful little fucking nephew. And so I get it. But something tells me that this answer is actually going to be far opposite than any of the other answers this week. (laughs) Paul says, what annoys me most about Halloween are all the girls who get into slutty costumes and get white girl wasted and just make me appreciate the fact that I am gay. (laughs) Uh, Agreed. Donovan says, giving straight people the excuse to bring their kids out once a year to trick or treat and go door to door in the Castro. Sergio says, people that are obsessed with candy corn, that waxy shit is gross. So, (laughs) well, there's candy corn answer number two. So, you know, it's so funny. I really honestly, I thought that like people actually liked candy corns, but I'm really starting to understand and realize that I am not alone in this anti-candy corn campaign. So let's just see how many more people answer with the candy corn reference. And then I'll be fully justified in making that one of the main points of this week's expose. (laughs) Corey says, the celebration of fear and death, etc. Jason says, people who half-ass their costumes. Either do it right or don't do it at all. Alex says, Halloween. (laughs) Jonathan says, Halloween. (laughs) Yet again. Matthew says, 
<laughs> Halloween. <laughs> okay, so that's the third one this week that just said they don't honestly just could do without Halloween. I really thought the gays loved Halloween. I mean, let's just face it. It's really just any excuse to get wasted and wear almost nothing and call it a costume. What could be better? <laughs> we'll just have to see if this answer beats out the candy corn answer this week. So, you guys, my son officially has made his My Gay Expose podcast debut. For the very first time on this show, he decided to actually answer one of my questions this week. And truth be told, honestly, like, I don't send many of these questions to him because, well, let's just be real. If you listen to this show, you already know why I wouldn't send any of these questions to a fucking 15-year-old. <laughs> it's pretty self-explanatory. But at any rate, Caden says, as follows, all the little kids screaming because I like peace and quiet when I'm trying to sleep. <laughs> Ugh, oh, God, smoking like a true teenager. Sean says, straight suburban, no costume, looky-loos at the West Hollywood Halloween Carnival. And I believe the reasons are pretty self-explanatory. Peter says, I don't understand candy corns. <laughs> candy corn answer number three. My straight brother Ryan says as follows. People, they suck year-round, but on Halloween, they come to my house and ask for shit. Victor says, you. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, okay, so seriously, like, if any one of us in this little friend group is spooky as fuck... It's you, bitch. So let's just get that shit straight. Each and every year, you just scare the shit out of me every time I see you. <laughs> Love you, girl. <laughs> Walter says, excessive candy because it rots everybody's teeth. Keshav says, Halloween, period. Past age 11, it never really did anything for me. Robert says, makeup. That, that's it. He just said, just makeup with really no explanation. And he works in makeup, so I don't really understand why he's... Uh, I don't get it. <laughs> Kevin says, walking down the street and feeling like I'm in an outside daycare. <laughs> And as usual, all of these answers are just one big, giant clusterfuck of really just all over the place. Listen, we got people expressing their views on how they hate Halloween because they don't like kids. We got people expressing their viewpoints on the idea and the notion that they love Halloween because they like all the boys dressing in their slutty costumes. And I totally get it. But we also learned that my son actually chimed in on the show for the very first time and expressed his opinion on how he feels about Halloween. But also, Halloween in general, gays just not liking it in general, 
totally beat out the idea and the notion of candy corns this week. And I'll go into my full-on disdain about why I fucking hate candy corns so much. And all the reasons why. So if you didn't get your answer read this week, don't worry. Just continue to follow on Instagram at Exposing My Gay. And remember, the funnier the answer, the more likely you'll be read live on the show. And now, let's get my gay expose. And you'll find out all the reasons why I have countless times and will continue to do that costume gay walk of shame each and every Halloween. All right, you guys, listen, I wanted to take this quick time out to ask you for a huge favor. I need all of you right now in this moment to go over to Apple Podcasts and click five stars. This helps us in the podcast world out so much more than you will ever know. It actually gets us to that trajectory that we're actually already on our way to just a little bit faster and it makes things start happening. I really just need your help. Please, if you wouldn't mind, just go to Apple Podcasts, click five stars. And if you don't want to click five stars, just, well, keep that click to yourself. (laughs) But you can also rate five stars on Spotify too. So wherever you listen to your podcasts, please, I need your help. Click five stars and allow my gay expose podcast to get to that next best thing. So just in case you're new to the show, because apparently we're now seeing thousands of new listeners each and every week, which is super fucking exciting. And thanks for coming back for more. (laughs) Oh, I, you know, okay. So I've talked about this shit a few times on the show. So let me just catch you up really quick. I was raised by the strictest, most Republican Christian, conservative, God-fearing, closed-minded parents of all time. So what that means is growing up as a kid, we were not allowed to celebrate Halloween because according to them, it was like the fucking devil's holiday or some shit. And I literally, as a little kid, would see all of my friends having so much fun picking out their costumes, like being able to go trick-or-treating, all of it. And I just... I felt a little cheated and didn't really quite understand why it was that my brothers and I just weren't allowed to participate in a holiday that looked like so much fucking fun. And, you know, even though growing into my adulthood and, you know, creating my own set of morals and belief systems, I've sort of separated myself from my parents completely and entirely and really just gone the exact opposite direction of everything that they tried to teach us as a kid in regards to like belief systems, religion, politics, all of it. I think that subconsciously because we just never made a big deal about Halloween as a kid, I I sort of feel like that sort of bled into my adulthood And as a result, I really just never really cared about Halloween. That was until I moved 
to the gayest city in this world, otherwise known as the beautiful city of San Francisco, and like learned about what it's like to live life here in this cute little cozy San Francisco gay bubble that really is just, you know, we revolve around everything gay within the gay community itself. And so for that reason, I sort of realized the Halloween was one of those holidays that really is just so fucking gay. And, you know, if you think about it, think about all the holidays in the entire year. It really is, I mean, the biggest excuse to get into a fucking costume because what gay doesn't like to get into a costume? Really just make it as slutty as possible and just show off your ass in those Andrew Christian fucking jock straps and cock rings to create a bulge and all of it. And suddenly that little like bunny rabbit is like, one of the hottest guys that you really just want to fucking go home with once you spot him across the bar out on Halloween night. It's really very fucking that. So on that note, you know, Halloween has really, in my mind, become more of a celebrated holiday, a little bit more so than I think some of the others in my current day life. You know, and honestly, in the history of queer culture. Really, Halloween was kind of one of those things that, you know, the gays and the trans individuals from the past, like back in the 70s, for example, you know, traditionally they would put on masks to kind of cover up like who they were and why they couldn't be who they are. And that sort of just kind of translated into the costuming that we now currently do to in today's society. But today's society, it's for a very different fucking reason. It's like we are so fucking out loud and proud as queer individuals in this world that we really just want to express ourselves in any fucking way that we see fit. And we're not putting on those masks anymore to hide who we are. Now we're fucking putting on those masks to actually end up going home with the hottest guy in those masks. (laughs) And, you know, self-expression, creating a costume, you know, putting together a fucking amazing look for that Halloween party is just really quintessential San Francisco at its finest for every fucking Halloween that I've had the privilege to be a part of since I've moved to this city. So because I've found this new budding love for celebrating gay Halloween, basically, (laughs) or what some people call gay Christmas, I just really feel so much that there are, you know, so much that I'm learning even more because I spent most of my life not really partaking or participating in Halloween. And just the idea and the notion of like creating the best and most fucking amazing costume that you could possibly come up with going out and being as gay as you want out at the gay bars and at the parties, etc. There are still a few things that I fucking absolutely hate about Halloween each and every year. And each and every year as it sneaks upon us, I'm suddenly reminded once again of all the things I fucking can't stand and really could just do without in regards to Halloween tradition. So I'm just going to be really fucking honest with you about some of the things that I really feel just need to fucking go away or need to be changed or revised or or all of it. I, here are all the things that I fucking can't stand about Halloween. 
First up, why the fuck don't we get the goddamn holiday off? Why do we have to go to work? Because here's the thing, you guys. So because Halloween generally, whatever the day 31st of October lies on, it's generally almost always somewhere in the middle of the week. So what that means is you end up going to these events or house parties either the weekend before or the weekend after. And really, it it, it just becomes that thing where you end up having to go to work on Halloween. You end up having to want to go home after a very long day at work on Halloween. But what ends up happening is when you go home, you get all of these fucking little booger-faced kids that want to knock on your door begging for fucking candy and giving you goddamn pink eye. No. Why is this still a fucking thing? I'm here to tell you that if we were to get the 31st off as a country to celebrate Halloween, then we would all go out and do our party thing on that day. They're in avoiding all of these kids. And I'm just going to be honest. That's a fucking gay man's dream come true. Because all I'm going to do is go home, pretend I'm not home, turn all my lights off, hide under my covers, and just hope that nobody really understands that I'm actually not home trying to avoid giving anybody candy. Because that's the last fucking thing. I Listen, I already had a son. And all of my coworkers that I work with at the restaurant know that the second some fucking soccer mom comes in with a goddamn stroller and a screaming kid, I immediately like lose my shit. So why the fuck would I want to give your kid candy? (laughs) And speaking of candy, why are candy corns still a fucking thing? Like the candy corns are like the peeps of Halloween. Like they're the candy that comes out for that specific holiday every year. And it's just the worst fucking piece of candy that you could ever put in your mouth. Like, does anybody still eat this shit? Because I feel like it's more like for decoration or decorative than it is for actual eating, which kind of defeats the purpose. And when was the last time that you actually went to the store and said, yes, I want to actually buy a bag of candy corns so that I can eat them. (laughs) Said no one ever. I'm just on that campaign to get rid of candy corns altogether. Like that just needs to fucking happen. Period. (laughs) Uh, Speaking of other things that I fucking hate about Halloween, when people carve their pumpkins and put them outside their doors, Okay, great, cute. I get it. It's a tradition. And, you know, some people actually do really go all out and put a lot of effort and artistic prowess into, like, creating these elaborate, like, fucking carved pumpkins. But, you guys, listen. When it's December 20th and that fucking pumpkin is still outside your goddamn door and it's, like, literally like a fucking accordion and it's, like, completely deflated because that's the condition of the fucking pumpkin and it's got mold spots all over like no no I should not be have to like be forced to walk by your house to get home each and every day because that's the only route that I'm supposed to take and see this congealed pile of what looks like orange vomit get rid of those fucking pumpkins after Halloween is fucking over period and for those of you who think that you can carry it over into Thanksgiving because it's a quote pumpkin Fuck you. (laughs) So sick of it. 
Another thing I'm so fucking over, but, you know, really kind of forced to do each and every year is like my crazy crash diet that I have to do literally like weeks before whatever day it is that I'm going to a party or an event or whatever, just so I can fit into like my slutty Halloween costume. You know, so <laughs> of course, because I live in the heart of the Castro. I mean, I wouldn't be a costume unless it was like a really risque, slutty costume with barely anything covering your body. That's just like what you are supposed to do if you're gay, period. Like that's just the rules. Nobody likes the rules sometimes, but they're just what we have to follow. So that being said, I, I do end up going on these like really hardcore, crazy crash diets and like end up like losing tons of weight and feeling not good about myself and feeling gross and, and just wanting to eat a cheeseburger so fucking bad. But just knowing that I have just one more week left on this crazy diet where I'm just like on liquids only, no solid foods, like no, like it's just, ugh, it's just such a fucking nightmare. But I will say this, on the day, on the party or whatever day it is that I am wearing that slutty costume, I look fucking good. <laughs> and all that pain, suffering and misery it really was worth it. But honestly, just like thinking about that and going through the motions of even doing that and putting my body through that again, I'm so fucking over it. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. If you're judging me, you probably should be. But also speaking of costumes, another thing that I'm fucking over is all these people who go out so like the bars or clubs on Halloween or, you know, parties or whatever. It's like, okay, listen, I get we all have busy lives, you know, and some people, they don't have the time to plan properly for a costume. And, you know, a lot of people do kind of throw something together last minute. But when you show up and I have no fucking clue what you are and you have to explain it, if you have to explain to anybody who you are or what your costume is, you should have put just a little bit more effort into like creating that moment. I, I don't want to see anybody that I don't know who they are and you have to like come out with an ex. No, no. Make your fucking costume fully like expose to the world so that everybody knows exactly who you are without asking you that question. So what are you? No, that shit needs to end like five years ago. <laughs> Another thing that kind of really fucking annoys me about Halloween is that everybody always tries to be like the same fucking thing. Like whatever is the big costume of the moment in that year, whatever that time frame is, you always see multiple people doing like the most popular costumes. Like nobody has like a fucking original thought. They're like all doing the same things. Like for example, this year in 2022, the most predicted costumes are supposed to be Wednesday because of the upcoming show that's, you know, generating a lot of buzz on Netflix that's about to come out in November. You know, Wednesday from the Adams Family. Yeah, that. So I guess Julia Fox and her crazy, like, eye makeup, who I guess was made popular 
by going viral on TikTok with that crazy eye makeup. Supposedly, she's predicted to be one of the top costumes, which uh, just sounds fucking stupid if you ask me. Any of the characters from the House of Dragon, the upcoming prequel to... Uh, Whatever, what the fuck is that shit? Uh, uh, yeah, Game of Thrones, Game of Thrones, House of Dragon, the prequel to Game of Thrones. Supposedly, some of the characters on that show are supposed to be like the new big costumes of this year's Halloween moment. Barbie and Ken, which I think that's fucking stupid, but yeah, it'd be kind of interesting to see that out and about in the Castro this year. All the girls from Euphoria are supposedly going to be like the new big slutty girl costumes, which I could see that one getting really annoying really fucking quick. But I think the ones that will really take the cake for the gays this year are like Tom Cruise's new version of the Top Gun as well as all of the drag versions of Wanda from WandaVision. That is actually predicted to be the number one top costume this year in 2022 is the Scarlet Witch or Wanda from WandaVision. So whatever you do, because we all know you're all going to just like overkill the fucking shit out of all of these costumes. Just make sure that they're like identifiable. (laughs) But honestly, on that note, one of the funnest things that I love so much about Halloween from the past, and, you know, I've lived with my roommate now at this moment for about the last eight years, and we have been known really just to throw some of the most epic Castro house parties in the city, I I think. I mean, I've been to a lot of fucking house parties, and honestly, we kind of go all out in regards to like the decor and the way that we theme things. But Halloween has always been the one that we really just kind of have really gone all out for. So on that being said, like my job typically in regards to planning these parties is like, I love to fucking entertain and I love to like fucking go on Pinterest and create like all of these like snacky food dishes that sort of emulate like a Halloween-esque theme. So for example, one year I did like a guacamole and I took like one of those like little tiny pumpkins and I found this on Pinterest and I kind of carved out a pumpkin that looked like it was vomiting and then I just laid it on the dish, put all the chips around the side and then when I put the guacamole out for people to take the chips and dip, I I created a moment where it looked like that little pumpkin was like vomiting the guacamole it was very classic. Got so many fucking compliments on that. I have been known in every party that I've ever done to do vodka-infused gummy something. So for Halloween, it's vodka-infused gummy worms. So th- that's actually been one of those classic situations that we've just carried in our epic parties that we no longer do, you know, post-COVID <laughs> unfortunately, and for many other reasons that I won't go into on this week's expose. But those classic vodka-infused gummy situations have been, people just love that shit like you would not believe. It's just you grab it out of the bowl, pop it in your mouth, and give yourself that cute little Halloween buzz. It's it's really, it's, it's perfect. But the one thing that I loved so much, and I'm so proud, and really wish that I could do this all over again because we don't really do parties at our place anymore. 
I did a seven-layer bean dip a couple of years in a row, actually, where I created this entire graveyard dynamic. So I took the seven-layer ingredients, got like one of those, you know, those temporary turkey, like tinfoil dishes that you buy at like the grocery store, really just put all the ingredients in, you know, like the fucking, the beans, the sour cream, the cheese, the tomatoes, like all of it put it all out. And then the very top layer was like a layer of beans to look like dirt. So then you take the salsa and you kind of like spread it across to make it kind of look like it's like a fucked up place with the dirt. And then you take green onions to put across the top to make it look like leaves. And then I took tortillas and cut out these little haunted looking trees and baked them so that they stood solid and you kind of put them throughout. And then I also baked these little like tombstones and put them throughout and created these little mounds of like graveyard. So it's basically, it was a graveyard bean dip. You guys, it was such a fucking hit and I loved it. It was so cute. I'll try to go through my photos from the past and see if I can post it on the Instagram page at exposing my gay. And don't forget to give that a follow as well. But uh, let me see if I can find it. I I might have it deep within the archives and see if I can post that. Because I was so fucking proud of that shit. (laughs) But one year, this is one of my most famous stories of all time in regards to like classic Halloween, just stories in general. So one year at one of our parties, I did this very bean dip. It was one of our craziest parties, truth be told. I do remember I got so drunk this year that I actually ended up leaving the party, going out to a few of the bars, and then going home with some guy in my costume. And I'll actually talk about that a little bit later on in this week's expose because it's like my most terrifying costume gay walk of shame of all time. But before I left, I created this said bean dip. And, you know, the party was going well. Honestly, it was probably arguably one of our most rowdiest parties, I would say. It seems like the guests were just a little bit drunker than some of the parties that we had done in the past. And, you know, everybody was enjoying the bean dip and giving me compliments on it, X, Y, Z, etc. So once I, you know, came home that next morning from my costume gay walk of shame, saw the like horrid mess that like was left in the apartment and realized it was time to start kind of cleaning up. I kind of looked around and realized that the bean dip was just fucking gone. Like it was in the living room so that everybody could like, you know, partake in it. It was just gone. It was a really big dish. It was, again, one of those, you know, temporary turkey, like tinfoil dishes. It was huge. It was big. It was a lot of fucking dip. So I'm like, started to look everywhere. I couldn't figure out where the fucking bean dip went. So I'm like looking in the refrigerator. It's not there. I'm like looking in every possible part of the apartment that you could think of. Like, where the fuck did this bean dip go? So finally, when my roommate woke up from his like drunken stupor from the night before, I was like, hey, like what happened to the fucking bean dip? Like it's gone. Like where, where'd it go? And of course he was so drunk as well. Like he was like, "I, I, I have no idea, no clue. So You know, as the day went on and we, you know, continued to clean up after the party, we both very quickly realized that there was no fucking sign of this bean dip. It was like a fucking mystery. Like it literally was just gone. The only thing that we could think of is that somebody took it home when they left. So what we did is 
in our building, the landlord that owns our building actually owns the liquor store that's like right next door to our apartment. And he works it each day. So because he has this liquor store, he has like cameras set outside the liquor store just in case. So we went in and we were like, hey, can you check out the camera footage from the party last night? We just need to see, like somebody clearly took this bean dip and we really just have to know, like who took the fucking bean dip? I just want to know for my own, <laughs> like just to know, like who would ever fucking take a bean dip? Like somebody must've been wasted and just decided to pick it up and take it with, uh, uh, like uh, we just needed to know like what the fuck happened. So the landlord showed us the tape throughout the entire night. You guys, nobody, not one person that walked out of that fucking apartment took that bean dip. It was literally like the biggest fucking Halloween mystery of all time. We never found out what happened to that bean dip. Like we just, it was like, what the fuck? It's just gone. Like it's nowhere to be found. Like once we clean the apartment, like weeks later, still no sign of the fucking bean dip. And I remember, you know, every time my roommate and I would just like see each other at the house in passing, we'd just be like, what the fuck? That bean dip. I'm just, I'm telling you, like, it's so bizarre. It's so crazy. Like what the fuck could have possibly happened? Because according to the tape, nobody left with that bean dip. So one day, literally you guys, I swear to God, after Christmas, so months and months later, after this whole fucking Halloween party bean dip debacle happened. I was in the kitchen and I remember thinking there's this weird smell, like a smell like maybe something possibly died. You know, we live in these old Victorian homes. And so, you know, the possibility of like maybe a rat crawling into the wall and like dying, it's a very real thing. It's, you know, San Francisco city fucking living. So the possibility is very real. But the smell was just ever so faint, but I could definitely tell it was there. You know, whatever. But I just kind of went about my life. But as each day continued to progress from that first moment moving forward, I noticed the smell began to get stronger and stronger and stronger and stronger. And so finally I was, I said something to my roommate. I'm like, do you smell that? Should we talk to the owner about like the idea of their possibly being something dead in the wall or something because like it's starting to get really kind of unbearable and you guys I just have to say I really honestly there's a part of me that wishes really bad that it was just a dead rat in the wall but I'm here to tell you it wasn't a dead rat in the wall months later I came home from the grocery store with I think the guy I was dating at the time and we went through the motions of getting a like take and bake pizza to put in the oven. So as I opened the oven, you guys, I swear to God, I immediately ran to the sink and vomited into the sink because what I saw within was something that I don't feel like I should ever describe on this show to a place where that bean dip somebody put in the stove, in the fucking stove. And for months, you guys, months, my roommate and I had no fucking clue that the entire time that fucking bean dip was in the fucking stove, mold, maggots, you name it, it was growing off that fucking bean dip. It was the most mortifying thing that I had ever up to this moment in my life ever seen. 
and you know, cleaning it up was just the biggest fucking chore. I, I, it was, it was, it was God awful and terrifying. And, oh my God. It just, I, words cannot even fucking express how disgusting that shit was. It, it was the worst thing ever. So come to find out later after my roommate and I discovered this and we cleaned it up and very thoroughly cleaned out the stove. We realized that I think my roommate was so fucking drunk that he's the one that actually put the bean dip in the stove because he was trying to hide it from me is what we think so that he could eat it. But then because he was so drunk, he completely forgot about it. But yeah, that was a real fucking story. The infamous missing Halloween bean dip that we found legitimately like four fucking months later. And honestly, the most terrifying thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> What's even more terrifying is when you actually do have to go through the motions of doing that costume. Gay walk of shame. Because let's just face it. Everybody fucking knows that when you're walking home at 6.40 a.m. in a costume. And a slutty one at that. They know exactly what you're doing. You can hide it any way you want. On any other day of the year other than Halloween, you can probably get away. And in fact, as I mentioned in the opening story, I have mastered like doing that gay walk of shame where you're just so fucking hung over and you feel like shit and you know that you have that overwhelming sense of shame and regret and you know that everybody that's looking at you as they're commuting to work is looking at you and you feel like they're just like, oh, look at this bitch walking home. What did he do last night? Who did he go home with? What is it like he's doing a gay walk of shame for sure? Like, you, you know, they know. But truthfully, you can hide it. But when you're wearing a fucking costume, there's no fucking way that you can hide that shit because everybody knows exactly what you were doing the night before. So I've done many of these costume gay walk of shames over the years. And truthfully, my costume choices typically gravitate towards something superhero or marvel in a sluttier way of kind of putting it together. So, I mean, I've pretty much done it all. You know, I've been a slutty version of Robin, a slutty version of Cyclops, a slutty version of Spider-Man, a slutty version of Aquaman. Uh, but my favorite and most... To this day, my most epic and favorite costume of all time is one year I did a male version of Wonder Woman. And I just so happened to like completely like unhealthy starve myself so that my body popped because the literally all it was was like a fucking Speedo that was blue with white stars on it. Boots, those little cuff things that she has on her forearms, the little band over the head. And I had like a utility belt with a fucking gold rope. And that was it. Like I was shirtless. I was like literally just wearing underwear, basically. It was very bad. But on this same infamous bean dip story Halloween party day, I ended up leaving with some friends to go to a couple of bars and ended up going home with a guy. But what happened was that when I went to the bar, I got so fucking wasted and blacked out that I don't even remember going home with the guy. So picture this, you guys. This is literally the scariest fucking gay walk of shame that I, to this day, have ever had in my life. When you're so fucking blacked out that you wake up and you open your eyes. Just picture this with me for a moment. Opening your eyes and you feel a dick in your ass. 
and you're getting fucked. You don't remember how you got there or where you are or what's happening or what's going on, but you know you're getting fucked. And I remember it like it was yesterday. I woke up, tried to get my senses together, figure out what the fuck was going on. And as I looked up to the guy that was fucking me, the very first thing I fucking saw was Joker. It was a Joker face. And I'm not just talking about the Joker. I'm talking about like the fucked up, scary ass Heath Ledger looking Joker with the makeup that was smeared, but like smeared more because it was like after a long night out. And the very first thing I saw was this fucking Joker face fucking me. And you guys, I have this like really crippling fear of clowns to start. And this literally if you can imagine, was the most terrifying gay walk of shame that I ever did going home after he finished fucking me in my life. (laughs) Like, waking up to the Heath Ledger version of Joker, I just, words can't even express. Just, like, literally opening my eyes, looking up and going, oh, my God! Like, (laughs) oh, it was very that. So, yeah, costume gay walk of shame. There's no way around it. We've all been there. We've all done it. But whatever you do, just make sure that your costume is something that people can recognize while you're doing that costume gay walk of shame the next morning. So what do we learn today, boys and girls, ladies and gentlemen, gays and straights, tops or bottoms, gender fluid and non-binary, bisexuals and lesbians, transgender and questioning? Well, I'd like to think we learned a whole hell of a lot. Well, we learned that Halloween is just so gay. And really, I wouldn't have it any other way. <laughs> Uh, We learned that there's always going to be those things that we hate about Halloween. But at the same time, Halloween is just so much fun and just such a fun way to express yourself in any way you see fit. As long as people understand what your fucking costume is. (laughs) And this year, I just encourage you all to just be careful when you're doing your costume gay walk of shame this year. And really, I just kind of want to know from you, the listeners, tell me all about your most infamous costume gay walk of shame by calling the official My Gay Expose podcast hotline at 415-501-0401. That's 415-501-0401. Call in, leave a message and tell me what are you going to be for Halloween this year? And what will you be when you walk home doing that costume gay walk of shame? And with that, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts. Click five stars, follow on Spotify, and don't forget to turn on those notifications so that you can catch wind of each and every episode of My Gay Expose podcast right when it drops. Follow on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter at Exposing My Gay. And don't forget to check out the latest piece to the My Gay Expose podcast puzzle. The official website at mygayexposepodcast.com. 
And don't forget to join us next week for another messy, salacious, and relatable episode with me exposing my gay. I'm Ronnie Washburn, and I will change my costume one more time because I just can't decide with you next time. Expose has been brought to you by Bossy Power Bottom Productions. Want to know more? Go to bossypowerbottom.com and find out for yourself what it truly means to bottom like a boss with Bossy Power Bottom Productions.